made it to season two of Old Dirty Benches. Glad to see you again. This is Patty Popcorn. I was going to say Patricia Palomitas, but somebody laughed at me, so... (laughs) I'll just keep it real. Patty Popcorn. And here's JD to tell you what we actually do here. Hello, everyone. This is JD. So, if you've landed on us, this is a podcast dedicated to lighthearted, humorous discussions regarding crimes of the powerful. We will also be discussing our review of recent movies or series that have been released, and these episodes will drop every other weekend. For those of you who don't know, white-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Hello, Patty. Hello. We meet again. (laughs) No coughing. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) You don't know how excited I am. Oh, I, dude, I totally feel you. Because I know we waited, we paused in between recording to... It would not go away. I know. So, um... Yeah, I can laugh now, too, without being like, don't make me laugh! (laughs) (laughs) Or trying to insert another cough drop. Oh, my God. I know. I'm out! (laughs) Oh, God. That was brutal. I know. Even our fans picked up on it. <laughs> How can you not? I said. I was like, we shouldn't have released that one. No. It's so horrible. It's authentic. Oh, my they God. They need to know that we are normal people. We go through I the same I almost died, and I still came in to shoot the shit. That's how much you guys mean to me. Two women shooting the shit. <laughs> and we Old might die. Dirty Bench Podcast. <laughs> And menopause. Next. (laughs) So, we are uh, wrapping up season two. I know. This is going to be our last episode for season two. Hopefully it'll be good. Yeah, No pressure. I know. Um, It'll be quick, though, because it's 2,000 degrees here in Washington (laughs) right now. 2,000 degrees. (laughs) And someone doesn't have AC. I know. Uh, Well, they do, but we can't run it. Correct. It's Hence portable AC. Um, and if we have it running in our podcast studio, aka my office, uh, <laughs> it's dual purpose. It's it's too loud in here when we're recording. So um, and we're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> we can have dogs barking and co-hosts coughing, but AC is where we draw the line. Or contractor cleaning up the gutter. <laughs> yeah, or someone's out there with the ladder. <laughs> my pee pee <laughs> clunk clunk <laughs> so we're literally like at 7 a.m <laughs> recording making the yeah your poor child who's trying to sleep next I door know. well like, the oh, way damn our, it the way uh roe got all crazy when you first got here i'm sure he's awake now so you're, you're his biggest welcome. fan i know <laughs> i'm gonna get him a little shirt I, <laughs> I heart patty popcorn <laughs> Take 
that would be so awesome. <laughs> we might have to do that. I'm doing it. Um, so we decided, and we haven't done one in a while, we're going to do a movie review. A few people that say you don't care about movie <laughs> reviews, we're doing one anyway. For the last episode. <laughs> we will listen to it for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, so we can laugh. Yeah. Um, we uh, both saw the movie Nope. Yep. Yep. So, um, <laughs> yep, we saw Nope. <laughs> we saw it. Yep. We saw Nope. Um, not together. Not together. No. In fact, I didn't know you had went to see it until after we had saw it. Oh, yeah. And we then I texted the you and I was like, that's awesome. Um, uh, I texted you and I was like, have you watched the movie? Nope? Yeah, you're like, we saw Nope. I'm like, we already saw it. I know. <laughs> You're like, and I was like, let's wait till we record. (laughs) So, um, so here we are. So let's, uh, I actually wrote my own little plot for this movie. Oh, you did. Okay. I did did not overachieving. (laughs) Shocker. So, um, (laughs) in case you don't know everyone, JD is a try hard. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I take notes. I do a lot of research. She wears a hat with a light on it. <laughs> Just kidding. We call her like, Scoop. She's like a GoPro. <laughs> I think that's uh, pirating, but okay. Um, no, yeah, so, please. What did you write? Because okay. as usual, it is Jordan Peele, so it's a little out there. Yes, correct. Um, so and it's not at all what I thought it would be. Um, well, it's yeah. somewhat what it I thought. Very it was very interesting. Be. Um, so it is directed by Jordan Peele. Um, and he, written, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. He uh, wrote the script, directed, and helped produce the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he, of course, is responsible for the movie Get Out and Us, two of my favorite movies now. Us, not for <laughs> me. I did like Get Out, though. Um, yeah, I, so I know you and I, when Us had come out, <laughs> Um, we were trying to get you, me and a coworker, we're trying to get you to explain it to us, and we still didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I need to go back and rewatch it and then do, like, a little synopsis of it again. Um, I mean, I know the gist of For it. For those but... of us that were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't get it. <laughs> I was reading for this movie, too, that some people were like, what? But, um... So, well, the thing about Jordan Peele is he's not just on the surface. Yes, correct. You got to look deeper. Yeah. So if you're like me, you might not like it. <laughs> John Q. Public wants John it spoon-fed, okay? <laughs> we don't go deep. So there were some big names in this movie. Kiki Palmer, who plays um, Emerald, who or M really for short. Good. Yeah, she was amazing. Um, Daniel Kaluuya, um, mm-hmm. I think that's how you say his name. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he starred in uh, Get Out, Get Out um, and from what I understand, Jordan Peele really, really likes him as an actor. Yeah, I like him too. Um, he's yeah, I I am quickly becoming a fan. I've seen him in several movies now, and I really like his acting style. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven Yoon, who's from Walking Dead. I don't watch that. Okay, well, he was amazing character in, in that series. Um, okay, I will take your word for it. <laughs> He was also in another movie that I watched not too long ago. I don't remember what it's called, but um, I also really am becoming a big fan of his. And then um, Brandon Perea, who is new to the scene, I didn't really recognize him, but he he plays the Geek Squad kind of guy that was in the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, 
you know, uh, there's going to be spoilers in here. You know, if, if you We've, like... We're just going to tell you the movie. Yes. So if you don't want to know... Correct. And bye. Yeah. you do... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Although I have Please heard... have a seat. ...from some of our fans that they like hearing our reviews and then going to watch uh, the movie. Really? Yes. They don't watch it first? No. Some of them actually listen to us and then go and watch uh, okay. the movie. Interesting choice. Yes. So, um... I don't know. I guess maybe it gives them a little bit extra I think insight. we should be like, here's a good time to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because you never know. Like, am I going to miss something? I know. That's true. That's There's actually, actually true. an app. There is. The Run P app. Yeah, Run yeah. P or something. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's yeah. funny. Oh, oh, humans. <laughs> Full of ingenuity. Um, so the budget was about $68 million. The project uh, was announced around November 2019 by Big Jordan Peele. secret. Yep. He kept it pretty secretive. Um, and then other actors started signing on in 2020, and they shot it in 2021. So in the first week, it's made about $44 million, which is pretty decent yeah. for uh, the box office. To be honest, there was not that many people when we went. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if they didn't know you could see it that day. Oh, maybe. Because could it officially be. started on Friday. Yeah. We went Thursday afternoon. Okay. So, yeah. What's wrong? <laughs> just making sure I'm recording. For some reason, like, I just got this weird stomach feeling. I was like... Oh, no, I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, we're good. We're eight minutes in. Okay. Um, I know. Woo. It's not hot in here yet, but, you know, I started to feel the heat for a minute. Okay. So, um... <laughs> So, the movie starts with a a film set or soundstage um, where a sitcom is happening called Gordy's Home. We don't get a lot of what's going on other than that a great atrocity is happening. Um, And one of the stars, which is a chimpanzee animal actor, is attacking and brutally killing several of the actors. While Ricky, Jupe Park, played by the talented Steven Yoon, hides under the table. Well, so, it's him as a kid. It's him as a kid, yeah. right? Yeah. I did not like this part, to be honest. I okay. did not care for this <laughs> part of the story, and I found it to be weird. It was weird and very I'm like, um, wait, I thought gruesome. this was an alien movie. Right? <laughs> Again, there's Why always is there a monkey. Multiple levels. People? I know. And John John Q. Public did not like this part. <laughs> I think I speak for everyone. <laughs> So um, fast forward several years later, and we see Otis Haywood Sr., who is a ranch owner with two kids, Emerald and Otis, or OJ, who trains horses. <laughs> conceived. Yeah, I know. Who trains horses <laughs> that star in Hollywood movies. I think his name was OJ on purpose. Um, so <laughs> he didn't have a white Bronco, though. <laughs> I know, but I think uh, I think Jordan Peele was hill hinting at a little bit of other stuff with some of these names and everything i know so um they are (laughs) descendants of alistair e haywood who was the black jockey riding atop the horse used in a short film called the horse in motion shot by um and this name is um from the 1800s so i might mispronounce it uh edward movie bridge i think that's how you say it I don't know. I try. I'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, 
Haywood Sr. is mysteriously killed by something unseen, and his prized horse, Ghost, takes off. OJ feels like something is amiss, but isn't quite sure what's going on. Is th- Hold on a second. Yes. Is this your synopsis? Yes. Or are you just telling the movie? I'm, I'm giving the plot of the story. But, okay. <laughs> you told me before you wanted me here's, to start. Here's the synopsis to me. It might be an alien. <laughs> We don't know. <laughs> so listen. The end. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, oh, we're actually, like, right into the movie. Okay. Sorry. So. <clears throat> <laughs> yes. Next time I'm going to write mine. Why didn't you tell me to write one? You always do this. Freaking spring shit on me, because, and I don't know. Because it's better when we just shoot from the hip. <laughs> I know, and but record. it would have been funny to compare like my little second grade. I think you did give it synopsis, and then yours. Okay. Okay, let me get through this. <laughs> he and his sister figure out that there may be an alien out there <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> And employ a geek named Angel who knows a shit ton about IT and security cameras. The three come up with a scheme to capture the alien skyfish in the hopes that they can financially save the farm. However, the ordeal turns into a nightmare as they barely make it out alive. Ta-da. Okay. How'd you like that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> It could also be a drinking game, y'all. So they say whatever. They say nope a lot. (laughs) They do, Uh, and that's basically my response when I see something that's kind of like out there, scary for me. Nope. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Right. Not Um, at all. Yep. Not even gonna. So much no. Yeah. So much. That was considered, but he went with nope. So Jordan Pill said this. I wrote it in a time when we were a little bit worried about the future of cinema, right? Because he's writing it during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I knew is I wanted to create a spectacle. I wanted to create something that the audience would have to come see. He was speaking to GQ. He stated, so much of what this world was experiencing was this overload of spectacle, a kind of a low point of our addiction to spectacle. Mm -hmm. Pill added that he wrote the film, Trapped Inside, and so I knew I wanted to make something that was about the sky. I knew the world would want to be outside, and at the same time, I knew we had this newfound fear from this trauma, from this time of what it meant to go outside. Can we go outside? So I slipped some of that stuff in. End quote. Interesting. All right. So let's do our rating. The monkey part. We're gonna get into why I think, uh, why I think he, think? yeah, what, okay. why I think he had that in All there. Right. Um, so uh, let's get to our rating system. Is Here this we go. is this a wiener schnitzel, a licorice, or a mummy for you? Again, like so many for me, it's between wiener schnitzel and red licorice. Okay, I'd say it's like a B plus. Okay, okay. Um, for me, this is a wiener schnitzel. Probably uh, no ooh, surprise. It was a goddamn mummy. (laughs) (laughs) What have you What have you given a bad review to? Reminiscence. Oh yeah, reminiscence. Oh, because it wasn't a woman director. That's why. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) what? Don't even start. 
Don't start. Secret woman hater. <laughs> I know. There was two films that we reviewed. Exactly. That you were like, suck, do better. <laughs> but I support women. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we need more patriarchy. I thought it was it was interesting. Again, it was different than what I thought it would be. Okay. However, the previews were sketchy, so yeah, you didn't really purpose, know what to expect. Right. Mm-hmm. But I had heard it was an alien movie, so I yes. went off that. And then it starts with that monkey part, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Why are we watching this? And I just don't like that stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, I know, uh, like, and we've talked about this on previous movie reviews, especially when we've done, like, horror flicks and stuff. I'm, like, into the gore and the blood. Right. And um, <clears throat> now, uh, having said that, though, that scene was very, like, horrific. Yeah. It was hard to watch it. Yeah. Cringeworthy. Um, well, for what can I just say, like, I feel bad for animal Oh, yeah. Actors. Yes. Quote, unquote. Yeah. And then that just reminded me of that lady that got her face ripped off by the neighbor's chimpanzee. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that story? Yeah. I remember when that happened. So I was like, uh, next. Yeah. Not nope. Next. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, uh, where's the aliens, though? (laughs) (laughs) So, um... Of course, this movie has a lot of social commentary in there. Like Um, always, like... Sort of like Candyman. Yes, which is why Jordan Peele has, of course, become one of my favorite directors mm-hmm. now. Of I, course, you're a deep thinker. I, yeah, deep. I really appreciate that he's able to make strong statements about like race and gender, sexuality, kind of turning a mirror on ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then, as Peele has said in past interviews, humanity is the monster in my films. Mm. Right? I know. I love it. I love you, Jordan. Okay. <laughs> Jordan, please email us. I know. <laughs> We'd love to have you talk on our podcast. Uh, he'd be like, nope. <laughs> I think his answer was in the title, but anyway. <laughs> if we tweet at him and then he responds, nope, that would be like the greatest moment ever. Um, uh, so I did. Validation. <laughs> <laughs> even the mere no would still be validation for us um so one thing i did want to talk about was the horse in motion so um this is an actual film but it's a film that used a series of photos that was shot by um the so movie it's like guy animation yeah it was uh i believe a total of six um Pictures. photos uh, his first set of photos did not, apparently, based on historical information, feature black jockeys. Uh, and this was a collaboration between Moobridge and Stanford. Um, but it was suddenly interrupted in 1874 when Moobridge traveled to the city of Calistoga to kill his wife's lover, Major <laughs> Harry Larkins. <laughs> Yes, I wanted to stick this. So we got a little bit of murder and some history in here. So um, after having discovered the affair, the photographer sought out his rival at the Yellow Jacket Quicksilver Mine, where Larkins worked as a surveyor. He greeted him with the following words, quote, here's the reply to the letter you sent my wife, unquote, (laughs) Uh and then shot him. (laughs) 
through the heart with his Smith & Wesson number two revolver. According to a 2014 article by film and media professor <sighs> oh Ulrich Murr in the journal. <laughs> Look, Connect she's quoting her, her sources, you guys. <laughs> this is legit. This so, shit would be footnote one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I had to keep this in there because I thought it was so interesting. Wow. So in court, Movie Bridge pleaded insanity. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's like premeditated. I know, dude. He was like shooting this tiny, like short film, right? And then he's like, hold on. I'm insane. (laughs) Only someone crazy would try to do this. I've got to ride this train out here to kill my wife's lover. Well, to reply to the letter. (laughs) So he blamed the killing on an 1860 accident in which he hit his head against a boulder after he was thrown uh, off a stagecoach. So, like, I feel like, yes, this is the first Brilliant. traumatic really? brain injury defense, right? TBI. Wow. Right? Okay. This is probably one of the first incidents. You really, uh, murder she wrote it. <laughs> someone was claiming <laughs> temporary insanity, right. like a crime but of passion. he had, like, a reason because he hit his head. Right? I know. He threw that in there, oh too. Oh, my gosh. I know. So... Though he admitted okay. the murder. You're free to go, is what I say. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so, though he admitted the murder was intentional, he was acquitted on the grounds of justifiable homicide <laughs> in a dramatic verdict. That's a thing. Justifiable homicide. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Wow. Um, and then right. he returned to his job. And everyone was scared of him. And they were like, let's uh, let's make this short yeah, film. Uh, how about if you retire, <laughs> sir? You're scaring us. So um, his single film was a series of still shots, which were later projected in sequence. This meant his approach would never be usable for long movies. But MovieBridge used plate cameras, and to get longer movies would require the development of the roll film. Right, because they have to edit it. Yeah. So from what I understand, um, what I was reading in some of these... um, And this was 1800s, did you say? I think so. I forgot to write down the name. I thought you said that. That it might have come out, like the year, I mean, excuse me, of when it exactly came out. Um, But from what I understand, they use some sort of black threading across the cameras so i think that might be why everything showed up black the way that it was now as to the jockey's names or ethnic background historians have not been able to account for these but do believe that the jockeys could have been black because a lot of them were back then Hmm. they do believe that at least one of them was sally gardner um but i think that the overall idea sally gardner a girl I don't know. It doesn't specify. Okay. Probably yeah. not, though, right? Because girls didn't do that back then. No. They, I don't they? think I don't they know. were allowed to. Yeah. You're not allowed to sit atop <laughs> that horse. When, back when America was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not doing that this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting off that soapbox. I know. We've this said our piece. This episode only. Oh, no. I'm not done. Um, so, I think. You know, of course, Peel kind of embellished on this story and um, right. the idea Made that, that their ancestor, yeah, to make that mm-hmm. their ancestor to have the film mm-hmm. connection, yeah, because the idea is right that 
black people are often used or have been instrumental instrumental in different industries, especially in Hollywood. Um, and many times uh, history has been changed or whitewashed so that we don't realize the true what? events. I know. For example, um, I wanted to kind of call out because this is a Western, right? It's kind of like a Western um, sci-fi horror film about aliens. Um, and monkeys. And mon- <laughs> one mon- one specific <laughs> crazy monkey. Called Gordy. Um <laughs> So, you know, like, for example, a lot of the old black and white Westerns didn't include black people, even though there were black cowboys. Um, for example, uh, Bill Pickett, he was a former slave who became one of the most famous early rodeo stars. Um, but a lot of them were responsible for running the ranches, particularly during the Civil War when their owners went off to go fight. So they were responsible for running the entire thing. Yet we don't think they'd just be like, I'm dipping. I know, right? <laughs> um I I mean, of course they did once uh once Lincoln was able to abolish slavery. Mm-hmm. Um we all know what happened after that. But um <laughs> we don't typically see um black people depicted in these sorts of films, right. you know, or in our history books in that way. So I felt that Pill kept a lot of that sort of storyline in there. I mean, he really wanted to make uh And he made Western. them the main character yes. where normally they're like ancillary at best. Yeah, right. And oftentimes they get killed off. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I think making uh, minorities or people of color as the integral characters, um, he does that quite frequently mm-hmm. in his films. And it's extremely important because a lot of times in uh, Hollywood or movie history, they've been in the foreground. And right. like I said, uh, they often get killed off early, right? We see them being the right, victims. That's like a joke in horror movies. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people laugh. I mean, we've seen spoofs by the Waynes brothers where they actually make fun of that. Right. <clears throat> um, but, you know, Hollywood has often been able to feed on that success, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we kind of see this with Jupe. So on his show, Gordy's Home, he's adopted by a white family and has a kinship with a chimpanzee on set. They're both kind of the outliers, Right. Right. They're being exploited. The chimpanzee is, as well as Jupe. I mean, I don't know if you caught on when they actually showed, like, the show itself, like, did a recap on what actually happened during the movie. Um, Where, uh, you know, Jupe is supposed to be, like, the focal point along with the chimpanzee. But his uh, older sister seems kind of annoyed by him. She's, like, rolling her eyes. She's got, like, this kind of annoyed behavior going on. Of course, before all the chaos breaks out. Um, But we find out during the film that Jupe was a witness to a brutal attack. So as a kid, he was traumatized by the tragic events, um, but then ends up capitalizing on the whore by allowing the public to pay him to see items from the set. He's got like that secret compartment in his trailer. Yeah. To include the blue slipper that sat erect on the stage during the attack. Did you see that? Wasn't it like a tennis shoe? Um, yeah, it was like some sort of slipper shoe or something yeah, that one of the, the actors was wearing. It. But it was standing erect, like vertically up. And I was like, how is it even doing that? So right or, there, I 
kind of, yep, I kind of thought like some sort of paranormal thing was going on, but I wasn't sure. I was wondering if um, something invisible had maybe come on the set. And uh, here we go. But others couldn't see or had been able to get a hold of the chimp's mind, causing him to go berserk. I don't know. He was just like, I'm done with your bullshit. And he could have been. I'm not about it. Mm -hmm. Ripping off your face. Yeah. (laughs) That's what happens, everyone. Yeah, he pulverizes them. During this part, right out of the gate, in my opinion, I did not like that. After watching twenty minutes of trailers from other movies, yeah, who doesn't have to go to the bathroom, man? I know we finished like our entire popcorn basically by the time the movie started. Okay, Um. (laughs) you say that like it's a bad thing. I mean, I like to have the movie, I mean, the popcorn during the movie, not necessarily I like, just like the during the trailer. I know, it's good. Hence my name. <laughs> Patty Popcorn. <laughs> it's not Patty Pepsi. <laughs> so uh, the scene along with the monster where it defecates on the Haywood home. Okay, well, hold on a second. You're kind of all over the place. <laughs> you were more like linear in your summary or whatever it is <laughs> i'm gonna tie but it together i promise let's just talk about how weird it was when like stuff starts falling out of the sky and oh kills yeah his dad yeah i was like what the fuck is going on yeah so um like right away you're just off balance in this movie so one of the key scenes in there um one of the more scary scenes in my opinion was when um the monster the alien shows up and it's like hovering above the house and all of this blood and like just objects and stuff are like raining down yeah in my opinion it was defecating so i think at the beginning (laughs) (laughs) um i think at the beginning when haywood senior was on the horse Uh uh ghost i think that it had just finished eating and happened to float probably over the top of him and then had released whatever it had but eaten. But it wasn't like goo. It was just No, no, like no. It wasn't objects, goo. It was objects. Yes. Like coins and keys mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That came out really hard and fast. Yeah. And that's like what ends up killing him. Down. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Like I think it's a coin or something that ends up slicing his face. In his eye. Yeah, and he bleeds out. Yeah. Um that's so lovely. that's actually what I think was happening. So I at that point it's still invisible, right? We're not really getting a glimpse of what's what's happening or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think it was basically shitting on people after it would eat something. <laughs> <laughs> and also <laughs> I hate to be mean, but you're kind of racking it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you at first it's portrayed as a spaceship. So you think oh, it like does kind of look like it is. It's a spaceship that's like yeah. hovering behind a cloud and they don't really know what. Yes. They just think there's a UFO. Yes. What? Now you kind of jumped ahead. <laughs> you forgot the part about... Like him, the horse getting out. Like you've missed, you've passed over a lot of stuff. <laughs> I feel like you mean ghost escaping, and then him hearing like that screaming. And yeah, stuff? yeah. So I think <laughs> again, the spaceship slash actual monster. 
Um, we don't that, know it's a monster at this point. No, you guys. no. You it, think it's a UFO? And yeah. It's shaped like a UFO. And it's when hiding behind the clouds. It, which you see in glimpses of it, like hiding It's kind of like a saucer clouds. type thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's typical. Um, the screams, uh, which we really get a good vantage point of when, um, again, when it's shitting on top of the Haywood house. <laughs> uh, because it had just gotten done like eating a bunch of people okay, right before that to- okay hold on i gotta <laughs> stop you <clears throat> so what she's leaving out is that one night one of their horses gets out and starts running down towards the asian guy he has like a wild west town thing I'm, that was my next paragraph <clears throat> well you are totally jumping around in time and it's confusing enough as it is so i'm just gonna fill this part in real quick okay go ahead so his horse gets out okay wait let me back up even further and say in order to keep their farm afloat he's been having to sell horses to the asian guy what's to his jupe. name jupe. yep yep uh for his show quote yes. unquote um with the understanding supposedly, that he would be able to buy the horses back once he gets on his feet. Correct. So one night, his horse, Ghost, gets out, runs down the hill in the Mm -hmm. dark, and then you, which you can hear, like, talking over a PA system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which you can't see what's going on. And then he stops because he knows something's up, and then you hear, like, this horrifying sound of a horse screaming. Yes. And he never does find that horse. So you do the math on that one. (laughs) Okay, go. So going back. But wait a second. Also, when did those kids like come to the house? Oh, the um, Jupes kids to go play a joke. That, but yeah. Yeah. Was that during that time too? Um, because the whole that whole thing. I think that was right before it was. Um, so. Jupe's kids, of course, are part of his the little show. amusement park show that he has going on at, at a ranch that he owns now as an adult. Um, and presumably, it, this whole thing takes place in California. So um, they know that uh, OJ and their dad, Jupe, have been kind of going back and forth on the whole ranch thing because uh, Jupe has actually offered to purchase the ranch, right? And um, we basically discover during the movie is that Jupe has figured out the existence of this alien life form. And he has been purchasing the Haywood horses to feed the alien. Right. Which we originally think is a spaceship, but turns out it's actually like a creature. It's a creature like living in the clouds or whatever. like a... Like a stingray. <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought of it more like a jellyfish yeah, type. Yeah, but it doesn't have like tentacles. It doesn't. Later, no. But at the beginning, it's what reminded me of like a stingray is because their mouths under on the bottom. Mm-hmm, on the bottoms, and that's yeah. How this is. Yes, that's how it looks. Um, I think that Jupe thought that he could tame it somehow of um, for his own greedy purposes. Of course, um, for a spectacle. Yep. He attempts to make this thing his new Gordy, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Because like he didn't learn the lesson the first time. Well, remember, so during he survived. Yes, he survived during the Gordy attack, and in fact, 
as Gordy was finishing his uh, beatdown on the other actors, he comes over right, to Jupe to give him a fist bump, and then he's shot in the head, yeah, right? that was gross. Yeah. I did not like any part of the Gordy thing at all. <laughs> I didn't. I'm sorry. But I think it gives a little bit of backstory to Jupe's sort of thinking yeah and like his mental state now Mm -hmm. at this point right because he was obviously traumatized by the whole event we can see that as an adult for him when he's 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 doing flashbacks right yeah so this has now become like the status quo okay he's gonna exploit tragedy or whatever to make money um so he starts bringing people from the town to watch what he thinks is going to be like the show of a lifetime because he's been able to feed this thing and then it, it moves back into the clouds and stays put and it's and i'm assuming he thinks it's going to make him rich so only to find out that his first big show when he um, buys one of the Haywood horses named Lucky and puts it in this case. Um, right, it won't come out. Yeah, Lucky's like, fuck you. I'm not <laughs> moving. Lucky's not lucky, he's smart. <laughs> yeah, he's extremely smart horse. Um, he stays in the little like container Cage, yeah. thing that they have uh, set up. And then this alien life form gets out there a little bit earlier than what Jupe was thinking and proceeds to eat him, his family, and all right, the customers that were... So we were like, wait a second, is it... He, it's eating them? Like, we were yeah. con- confused by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, so I think that the screams a lot of times are whatever victim it's eating. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it's it's basically being crunched down on or however it's digesting it and then the victims are screaming out in pain and anguish (laughs) lovely (laughs) so uh oj and m of course figure out that there's something in the clouds and that it is some sort of alien life form so with the help of angel they've decided that they want to capture the thing on film to get the oprah shot Which made me laugh. They also name it Jean Jacket. Okay. For me, when I was watching this movie. me. (laughs) And I don't know. Like, I didn't see anything out there on any of the articles that I read that this was his intention. But the first thing that popped into my head was if uh, Jordan was trying to make a comment um, about Melania's jacket. So, I don't it know. Wasn't a jean jacket. But no, but it was a jacket. Yeah. And he wrote it around um or shortly after that whole incident happened, right? And social media was like kind of exploding. So it might be a stretch, but that was the first thing that popped into my head. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. That might be a stretch, but go ahead. <laughs> but you know how um the jacket had said I really don't care do you. Mm. Okay. So <laughs> At first, the thing... I shit keys, do you? (laughs) (laughs) I'll kill you with change, do you? (laughs) At first, this thing was hiding in the cloud for like months. They think that it's been out there for like six months, right? Because this cloud has not moved. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, bam, it just comes out of nowhere with a I don't give a shit behavior eating everything in its path. So uh, that's when OJ lays out the monster's motivations and says it's alive, it's territorial, and it wants to eat us. Because it's basically eating 
anything that's in its path or in its territory that it's now claimed as its own, which is kind of like this uh, desert town out in the middle of California somewhere. So I kind of felt like um, Jordan Peele was really trying to make a point about um, how we view these kind of events and sort of relish in the media train wrecks. Um, For example, like the OJ situation or uh, one of the reasons I got off of Facebook was because uh, people were posting videos and photos of the Ariana Grande concert shooting. I don't know if you remember that, but there's been so many shootings. It's hard to keep track. I know. Um, But that one happened in Manchester uh, in May of 2017. There were about 22 people killed. And I remember getting or being on Facebook and um, seeing actual photos of people lying dead in that arena. And I thought that we've gone well beyond like what's acceptable now and people are just looking for clicks. So um, I think that uh, our constant need to see garbage and immerse ourselves in it is like exploded. So it's like wanting to be wrapped up in the Kardashians thinking that that's real life or watching every minute of the Depp and Amber Heard trial. Yeah. I didn't watch any of that. Um, which was a (laughs) complete shit show. Yeah. So I'm bothered most when I see people filming a tragic accident rather than helping others in their time and need. Right. What? Yeah. Which is kind of like, um, casting, uh, a shame blame on jupe because he is responsible for all those people's deaths thinking that he could somehow tame or capture this thing and right. use and, it I for mean, his they purposes. don't even know why they're there no either. no like it's not like he said hey i have this creature and i feed it a horse <laughs> and it's super awesome it's just like hey come out and see this wild show yes so and here's some slushies. You know, and you take the risk, but it's the other thing if you're just sitting there eating your popcorn. <laughs> and one of the people was drinking your icy. Got her face ripped off. Yeah, Haven't she been through enough. Jim? <laughs> I know. But it's like the TMZ guy showing up, right, unannounced when they're trying to um, film. Oh right, but jean jacket. Yeah, and he's like literally in real danger, but he ask oj to save his footage even as he lay dying on the dirt right like it's that sort of constant need to get clicks like at all costs it doesn't matter again i go back to social media should just be shut down (laughs) so it's i think in these moments where um pill in the movie has really tried to capture our attention um, you know, where Jupe had been traumatized, exploited as a child actor, but then he realizes at a young age that he could profit off of that tragedy. Um, you know, the mysterious and unknown and was willing to take a risk for fame as well as glory. OJ and M set out to get the Oprah shot only to realize that they can't tame the wild or the unidentified. So I also think that Pill was trying to set a new precedent where black people were not the first to die in a horror movie. Right. Um, M is able to get a picture of the alien life form and kill it in the last moments of the film as, uh, in every Western does the shootout, right? (laughs) So whether or not they make money or get any fame from the picture is left to the imagination because she is able to finally 
capture um, a picture from the well that was at Joop's ranch. The jellyfish, like moth looking thing, eats a giant inflatable filled with helium and ends up exploding. And then we see OJ at the end sitting on top of the family's um, horse, Lucky, framed in a matter that looks like his descendant, Alistair Haywood, the first black jockey. Mm-hmm. I think if anything, um, the whole situation will probably make their bond a little bit stronger because I know at the beginning they kind of make it look like OJ and M. Like M's not really interested in the ranch. OJ wants her to be more responsible, but right, somehow this like connects them. Separated herself mm-hmm. from them. Yep. So, you know, they may be able to come up with other ways to profit, but uh, that's really not clear by the time the movie wraps up because then it just kind of ends. So this is really a UFO film with yeah, black people. Yeah, but also you didn't say that he at one point's basically going to sacrifice himself to yes. save her. Yeah, he was. But he lives, everyone! He lives! Happy day. I know. Um... So, Nope was really a scary movie with some scary shit, but comedy as well. Of course. There were some good laughs all in good it. good horror movies have to have some laughs to yeah. break the tension. <laughs> yes, they do, man. Um, Pill stated, uh, uh, quote, how we observe spectacle and our addiction to it, end quote. Um, that's essentially what he was trying to capture in the movie. Um, the characters in this film spend a considerable time being fearful of it, right? This alien and also trying to film it. But also, um, Daniel OJ, he's able, he's the only one that's able to like interact with it and not get eaten mm-hmm. because he treats it like you would treat a wild animal basically by not engaging it. Don't mm-hmm. look at it. Yep. And uh, that part we were laughing after because uh, when we went to Costa Rica, we went on a a tour and there was monkeys. Okay. And they came on our boat and they were like climbing on us and stuff. And they said like, do not smile at them. Do not look at them. And I was like, ah. And one had his paw like right on my boob. And it was like right in my face, and I was just like looking down, like oh shit. And uh, yeah, it was very. I'd have been creepy. totally creeped out by that. Yeah, it was not good. Yeah, I wouldn't have liked it. I'd yeah. have been super uncomfortable the whole time, and I'd be like, "When and are they leaving?" They don't tell you that until like they're climbing on the boat. Like, don't look at them. Don't smile. Don't. And you're like, "Holy shit!" You know, because they're wild animals, and that's the thing. Like we think, like, oh, so cute, but mm-hmm. no, they're they're wild animals. Yeah, they're not pets. Well, like even when you go to the zoo, we still hear people trying to climb into the is, exhibits. But, yeah, because people are that's dumb, stupid. Dude. Like, yeah, I know they're in like an enclosed area or whatever, living in the zoo, but that doesn't mean that they're not still wild animals. Exactly, <laughs> capable of killing you. Kill you. Um. So as a time article put it it is a critique on surveillance culture which i really liked how they worded that um we know the thing is watching us but not sure how oj's the one who figures out right and understands that it wants to watch but never to be watched um i feel like this could be a statement about the black community within our society um because for a long time they've been oppressed um you know and the ability to archive while black without having someone change the narrative or whitewash the situation so that the events have changed (laughs) entirely has become extremely important Mm -hmm. to essentially show like what's happening to them. Right. Accurately. Accurately. Correct. 
that's the part we have problems with. Mm-hmm. The accurate. Part. Oh yeah, because then we people might feel bad. I know. We want to kind of treat it like, oh, that's just one in a million, right? Not something that's happening every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think so. This, of course, is another one of his films that's not clear cut. I was reading some of the the most of the critics liked the movie. Um, there were a couple that I could tell just really didn't get it. <laughs> Um, (laughs) (laughs) so I I, say like I don't give a shit what critics say like a lot of times they like movies and I'm like that sucks what a waste of my two hours Um, that never prevents me from going (laughs) that's all I'm gonna say like Top Gun (laughs) yes which wasn't the best movie but it was very nostalgic. It was. It was very, and it was entertaining. And the flight scenes, absolutely amazing. To be seen in the theater, amazing. Yes, I agree. So even though it has that goddamn Tom Cruise, <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> so um, one of the film critics from Time Magazine um, had wrote the following: uh, "Pill, it seems, is one of those." It means what you think it means, filmmakers. Uh-huh. So he really leaves it open, right, to the imagination. And he wants you to think. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't want to give it to you. Theater, okay. Correct. It's Break not going to John Q. It's not going to come in a, a cute little gift box no, with a bow on it. Right. Um, which delights some audiences, but comes off as a cop out for viewers who want to know what a filmmaker is thinking, because. Those thoughts are more interesting than anything we could come up with on our own. <laughs> tell me. But tell me. Yeah. I really liked um, how the film opened up with uh, the Bible quote that was at the beginning. Uh-huh. I said, I will cast abominable filth at you, make you vile, make I you a spectacle. shit on your house. <laughs> Yeah, because I feel like the monster was like a moral judgment on humanity's obsession with oh, money. Key, with money, I think we've just gone over the edge on this one. <laughs> you know, and the spectacles of our train wrecks that go on on a day to day basis. I think you should say more about the Kardashians then. <laughs> and I really liked. Um, here's the thing that I was really captured by right when we get up close and personal with this alien life form Mm -hmm. um and it's getting ready to devour like oj or or m or um the inflatable that goes up into the sky (laughs) Uh all of these like like beautiful squares were coming out and for me it was like a camera taking pictures weird you know that's kind of what i got from that Right is those um, get the shot. photography shots, yeah, mm-hmm. perfectly before it basically eats you, right? <laughs> Which has another People, meaning. Can you feel it? We're going deep. We're deep, deep <laughs> undercover right I now. I can't help it. That's how my brain I was works. Like, what is going on? <laughs> That's why really- did they have that monkey though? <laughs> I mean, it's really to Don't show look directly at it. Yeah, it's, it'll take your soul. It's a uh, more commentary on like what risk we're going to take for 
fame and glory and money and mm. stuff like that. And then um, going back to the exploitation, right, of both animals and people. Yeah. Um, kids. Yep. Kids, especially. Um, you know, Can I just say that off topic? Uh, my first job ever was in a Wild West town. Was this the popcorn? Yeah. Oh, in my a God. popcorn wagon. Can you tell this story? Because I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I worked in a Wild West town in Arizona called Rawhide. Did Perfect you ever go there? Um, is that, that's not over by Old Tucson, is it? Well, they, no. It was okay. in Phoenix, like out in the Oh, desert. no, then I don't think but so. But they have since moved it. But anyway, um... Yeah, I was young. I was a wee girl. A wee girl. Like, only 14 or something. I was going to say, how old were you? Damn, you were able to work at 14? Yeah, 14. Um, Child slavery. Because the owners, okay? And I only work, like, on Saturdays or whatever, but... Bullshit. I know. That was back when kids had to work, okay? We didn't just get to lay around and play video games all day. Uh, And and I worked in the popcorn wagon. Whole uh, pizzas at... Whole Domino pizzas and Mountain Dew code red. Okay, yeah. <laughs> horrible. And uh, yeah, so I worked there for a while, and then one day the popcorn wagon caught on fire. <laughs> and then I did not work there. Not anymore. caused by Patty. Everyone, it was not, I don't remember this total story because it's been a thousand years now. But yeah, that was my first job. Isn't that hilarious? Oh my god, that's so crazy! Every time you tell that story, it makes me laugh. <laughs> and I still haven't made my limit. I can still eat popcorn every day. I don't think that would be good for me either, man. I'd be in there like. But it was a very cool place. Three hundred pounds all because of popcorn. Not that bad. Yeah, but I would have been in there eating it constantly. It's like, so good. Extra butter. And I also, one of my jobs growing up was working at a movie theater, too. Um, see, dude, that's, oh, my God. Which is, like, what? My favorite. And I've worked at a video store also. Oh, yeah, Blockbuster, one of my favorite. Right. No, it wasn't Blockbuster. Was it Hollywood it was Video? Video Update. Oh, Video Update. Okay. It was, like, very similar though. B-level video <laughs> But I still love that. That was fun. That's awesome. I like that story. (laughs) I like that. And no monkeys were involved. Gordy was not present. Thank God. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, I want to watch it again. So out of the three, get out us this. Mm. Nope. What's your favorite? Like, put them in order. Of first, second, third. Gold, bronze, <laughs> I silver. I feel like because they all have their own themes in them. Um, I don't. And I think I would also be biased because his first was Get Out. Right. right? So I know automatically I'm going to put it in number one. Yeah, same. Just because um, it was so like different mm-hmm. and out of the box. Um, his first, you know. Um, but then I would have a hard time uh, placing the other ones because they're not. all different. I know you, <laughs> you would probably put us at the bottom, but, um, but us was so terrifying to me. Um, and we would have to do a different I don't get it. <laughs> for that one, but, um, and it was so different as well. 
I, you know, I don't think I could rank it too against Nope because it's like a black western slash UFO film. <laughs> For God's sake. I just couldn't do it. I, I can't. I have a gun to your head, all right? I know, you but have, Jordan. It's not a Sophie's choice. You but don't here's, have to make one die. Nope. You just have nope. to label them. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Okay, so nope is second. And, <laughs> and third. Is third. Okay. Um, here's the agree. thing. If Jordan Peele listens to this movie review, <laughs> I want him to know how much of a fan Love I am. You. And <laughs> he knows. He's like, I know. He's on. sitting on top of the world. Right? He was like, I don't care whether you like it or not. <laughs> exactly. This is my love letter but to I society. Think that's- Part of the reason why I like him because he doesn't try hard. No. He like stays true to his vision, mm-hmm. and either you like it or fuck off. Yeah, I'm like all in, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And yes. he's also lucky. I just heard him on Smartless. Oh, did um, you? Oh, shit. Yeah, I have to go that, to that one. he he's lucky because of the success of especially like Get Out mm-hmm. that they were like, here you go. You have free reign. Yeah. And so he doesn't have to, like, do a bunch of changes or, like, sacrifice his vision, mm-hmm. you know? So th- I think that's also very helpful. Yeah. I think that's awesome that he's been able to do that. So, um, Jordan Pill, <laughs> We if, love you. <laughs> if you listen to this episode. <laughs> Please just tweet no. <laughs> yeah. We won't even ask for no. <laughs> Um, all dirty benches, no. <laughs> Yay! I know. I would be That'd so be excited it. about we'll that. Retire. <laughs> there will be no more. No moss. I would pin it to the top of our Twitter feed. <laughs> That's all. I don't even know how to do that. So I'll let her do that. Don't forget, old is in the title. <laughs> um. All right. So that wraps up season two. <gasps> We hope Yay. you liked this um, movie review. Go out and watch Nope. For sure. Maybe okay. watch it two times. Yeah. But don't watch the monkey part because it's very <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> I just feel so bad for animals. Oh, yeah. I don't go to zoos. It was sad. After I watch that blackfish, I'll never go to oh, sea yeah, world yeah. again. Yeah. So. True. That's a nope True. for me. Um. So, also, uh, shout out to South Dakota. Um, he's been <laughs> lighting up the email lines. I was like, South Dakota State? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, he sent us a couple emails um, with good content. I've been I looking at some of the articles and stuff. We're going to do what he asks mm-hmm. us to. So, there. Yep. See? Ask and maybe we'll say yes. <laughs> Also, um, our daughter had sent us uh, an article for body parts trade, so that will be on season we're three. Not horrified enough by what we already know. Yeah, mostly I'm just I can't believe people are doing this crap. So, it's so gross. Yeah, it's weird. Anyways, all right. <laughs> Anyways, send and us can an email. I just say on a little tangent. Go we ahead. Really tangent. We haven't. All. We've done really well this one. Uh, so as you know, I work drive up sometimes. Yes. And it's been hella hot here recently. (laughs) And I just like to tell you some things that people think are worth my, my health to pick up 
right? Okay. Because if you didn't order it, I wouldn't have to take it out to Correct. you, right? Yes. So here's some things. A single bottle of lemonade. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Back up. <laughs> Somebody put in an order for one item and it was lemonade to be picked up yes. and have you run it out to them. Yes. Seriously. Yes. Okay. On the hottest like the day it was 97. Oh, maybe it was for their lemonade stand. Well, I don't care. <laughs> uh, a Nerf gun. <laughs> Some baby swim diapers. Okay. Okay. They're in a hurry. They're trying to get to the pool, okay? Or the lake or whatever. It's hot outside. I'm just saying. Come on, <laughs> people. If it's 97, how about you don't? How about you don't? Okay. <laughs> That's all. That is all. Let me ask you this. That is my PSA. (laughs) Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) Dude, way back up. Um, Do you get tips for this? No. Oh, you don't? No. No. But I do get this. I'm sorry you have to work when it's so hot. Like, motherfucker, I'm out here because of you. Okay. You're if like, nobody ordered, I would come not in be here. out here. Okay. You should be like, you know, the store has AC in here, right? Oh my god, <laughs> I can't. I'm serious. Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. I'm like, you have got to be kidding, me. dude. That's kind of crazy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Rude. I, I'd like yeah. to say that's rude. Unless you're coming that. at like 8 a.m. Beyond that, I don't want to see you. I don't want to see you. I don't want to hear you. And guess how many we've had? Like over 200 people. What? Really? Yes. To have you guys come out. As they're sitting in their air-conditioned car like, I'm sorry, you have to wait. I'm just like, I don't think you are. You're like, just fuck the right off. (laughs) Fuck all the way off. Yep. (laughs) Oh, shit. So people think, okay? Yeah. Think. Just like when I work drive up at another place, uh, the weekends were always crazy. And I'm like, okay, you are not shopping. You are picking it up. You could literally come any day. Yeah. Why are you picking Um, the day that everyone is actually here? I don't know. Use your head, people. I don't get it. And like, okay, if you work during the week, then pick it up on your way home. Mm, That's a good idea, too. I don't get it. So much nope here. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So I'd like to say nope (laughs) to drive up when it's over 80. Oh, my God. In Washington. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's all I want to say. Okay. Okay, I feel you. little tip. Tips and tricks. Oh, thank you. I'm happy to hand off to you. <laughs> um, so don't forget, people, like and subscribe. Follow. Follow, rate us. Um, Email this poor woman. Yes, olddirtybenches at gmail.com. Thanks, South Dakota. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, Not the state because they're no. trouble, problematic. <laughs> <laughs> but we hope you enjoyed this episode. No Give coffee. Us- I Yay! know, no coughing. Good job, Patty. Good oh, job. Sorry, Skater Cruise. I know. <laughs> she called you out. I know. Totally. 
Um, oh, God. Thanks for the shout outs. Um, we really appreciate our listeners and we will catch you on season three. Yay. Bye. Bye. Bye.